0: I'm Heather Roberts here with Crook County Judge Seth Crawford. First of all, Seth, thanks so much for taking the time. It's been a while since we've gotten an update from Crook County.
1: Yeah, always a pleasure.
0: So the big news coming out of of your area in the last couple of months has been the drought that Crook County has seen. And in fact, the latest numbers out of the U.S. Drought Monitor show Crook County is the only place in the entire western U.S., under an extreme drought designation. And that is obviously troubling for your area. How is the county adjusting to that, essentially that lack of water?
1: You know, it's just something we've we've done this drought declaration a few years. Um, We work with the irrigation districts to, um, I guess the irrigation districts work with the farmers to give them certain levels of water throughout the year. And then they watch that as the year goes on to make sure that they're not using too much water. And if we get more water, they're, they're allowed more. Um, I think at this point we've gotten an okay amount of precipitation this year, but what I think people don't understand is that we've got to make up kind of recharge that battery of the last four years that we haven't been getting that that uh, precipitation but we still are using that water. And so um, you know, you might say, well, it's snowed X amount of days and I've, I've seen the rain, but when you look at the reservoirs and you go up there, they're very, very depleted. And so um, we just need to make sure that we're finding ways to conserve water and, uh, and different options like that.
0: It's difficult because of, of all of the things that the county has control over, you obviously can't control the weather you know, droughts come and there's there's nothing we can do to stop them. But it's, it's just a matter of just managing the little bit of water you do have.
1: Well, yeah, the, there is, though. So, so one of the, the solutions that we've been working on, just seeing this happen year after year, um, I think Crick County's kind of a, come up with a plan to fix things kind of, kind of area. And so one of the things we're working on is a biomass plant. And I actually had a conversation with uh, the new governor about it last week. Um, and, and here's how I kind of talked to her about it is one of the things that's really hurting the amount of water in the reservoirs is, is the juniper trees, right? So we we're, we've looked at historic precipitation over the years and it's, it's definitely down. Like we're, we're not saying it's not down, but the reservoirs are lower than the amount of precipitation decrease we've seen. And, and the best way we can figure where that water's going is if you look at the same time frame, there's been an increase in juniper trees that just suck up so much water. And so, so the kind of the pitch I gave to her was, you know, in my entire time in politics, all I hear is people fighting over the existing water. And if, if we were to put in a biomass plant, uh, monetize some of those uh, resources like the juniper trees to be cut down, putting more water in the system that's really the first solution i've heard of that's actually adding more to the system and so i, I think that gives the um anybody who's a supporter you know you're going to be helping everybody you're helping the farmers the fish the recreator you're adding more more water to the to the uh equation and, and i haven't heard that solution my entire time in government
0: I think every allergy sufferer in central Oregon would be thrilled to hear this plan. I mean, we, right. I mean, we know that junipers are a weed. They are a non-native plant. Um, and, and there are a lot of people, I love to see them. I frankly, I know that's an unpopular opinion. I think they're beautiful, but I also, I I know that they are not native and they're not, and they do suck so much water out of the ground, but you're right. It's not a plan that we've heard. How much traction do you think you're going to get with this?
1: I think we've, we've got a lot of traction. We're, we're, we're to a point where we have a few more studies to do, and then we'll have the, we'll understand what the cost of the kilowatt or kilowatt power is so then we can go to different industries and municipalities and and then sell this as green energy to them and so we're about two million short on that and that's what they asked for the governor was and that, that was part of our drought declaration as well because i know the legislature is working on funding for droughts throughout eastern oregon Uh, probably Yeah, probably just Eastern Oregon it probably doesn't the valley gets quite a bit of water but so that was one of the projects we're pushing forward as a, a city and a county saying you know this is an opportunity to not only work on wildfire and a lot of those things but to recharge the system and put put more water back into it and once we get those those dollars and once we have that plan we do have uh Private sector that's ready to to build, uh, build the facilities and, and move forward. Once we have a general idea of the cost and we get somebody on board to purchase that power,
0: let's talk a little bit more about that drought declaration that the county has requested. What what would that do? Why ask for that from the state?
1: It just gives it gives our citizens, farmers, regular folks, the ability to find grants and different government programs. That will help provide for groundwater or irrigation water or different different things that that w- would would be affected during a, a drought. And again, and like this, pushing these projects forward, saying, "Hey, uh, we got a solution." Again, getting rid of those juniper trees on mass is going to help everyone. It's going to help the people with wells. It's going to help the people with, um, that, want to recreate in the reservoirs. It's going to help the people that uh, want to see more water in the rivers for the fishes. It's going to help the, the, the farmer downstream that needs it for irrigation. And, and that's why we're, we're so passionate about it, again, in just that water aspect. But then if you look at the larger project of getting fuels out of the forest for forest fires that we're, we're plagued with every summer now and, and just all those different aspects.
0: Governor Kotek is from Portland. How much do you think she understands the the plight of what's of the drought and how it's impacting Kirk County?
1: Well, uh, she saw the, one of the articles that got put out from when we did the drought declaration and she called me and, and asked me questions and was definitely interested in hearing about what was going on here and some different solutions and, uh, when I did talk to her about the biomass plant and some of the things I think she, she saw that as a positive. I mean, I, again, I, I didn't get any promises, but um, it was nice to have a conversation with her about it.
0: You're, you're also a politician. You know, you don't make any promises. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. You know, you know how that works. Um, well, in just the last couple of minutes that we've got, how, what do you see for the rest of this year? I mean, this is, I know we don't have a crystal ball, but, this is the time of year where we would normally be recouping in and in theory, building up that snowpack and that, that water supply for summer. And while we have, like you said, we've got some snow, but it's just hasn't been enough yet. What do you think the outlook is going to be for the rest of this season?
1: Yeah. I I'm sure I'm just like every other farmer. I'm, I'm watching the weather every week, seeing when it's going to snow and cross my fingers that it stays cold long enough to you know be stored up there in the mountains. And to get that you know, late spring, early summer thaw where it comes down and fills the reservoirs. So yeah, I, I think you you pull your hair out if you would, would sit there and think you had control over the weather or, or something like that. So I think it's just kind of a watch and, and hope like we do every year.
0: Anything else exciting happening in Kirk County? I mean, I know lots of exciting things are happening in Kirk County, but anything else noteworthy that you would like to share with our listeners today?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, we got the first wall up at the Justice Center. Uh, That's really exciting. I don't know how many of your listeners are from Primeville, but uh, prior to us building the Justice Center there, there was a, I mean, it was a well-used building for years and it housed a lot of great things, but it was a teal bowling alley towards the end and uh, just not the best look for downtown Primeville, so that's gone. And now we're going to be building a justice center there. And if if you do live in Primeville or you're visiting, it's on First and Beaver. And so uh, if you have a chance to drive through there, kind of see the progress, it's going to be really, really beautiful. Great opportunity to kind of revitalize that, that downtown core.
0: Okay. Crook County Judge Seth Crawford, we are out of time, but thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Um, well, obviously the, the drought happening in Crook County is, is something that we need to continue to watch over the next few months. And we will do that. You're listening to FM News 100 and 1110 KBND.